Hello everybody and welcome to episode 152 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host Jack. And I'm your other host Andy and welcome back to another amazing episode of the beautiful, beautiful, what a beautiful podcast. And we have a very exciting arc of Stone Ocean to read. It's the kind of the the, the climax and the... uh, the big, the big fuckness, I'll call it. Uh, heavy weather mm-hmm. is the the ultimate fuckness. Very similar, as we were talking about last week, to how how Requiem feels in Part Five. So it's 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 a whole thing, and we're gonna get to it. But we really need to get something off our chest first, because me and Jack were even ranting about this before we got on recording, and we had to stop so we can get some of it recorded, because we're having like an actual meltdown right now. Mainly about mainly because it was when we have uh, the two of us and our other friend. We have a chat specifically so that we can send uh, bad memes and and Joe's crap, and we don't annoy the rest of the world with it, which is mm-hmm. a, a good tactic. Uh, many yeah, many other JoJo fans on the internet should do the same. Spare everybody the nonsense. Uh, but point being, <laughs> one day we just started talking about. Then the light novel George Joestar, which we have brought up on this show many, many a time. And we mm-hmm. have just, we have really just gone down the hole in digging up as much as we can about it without actually reading it. Because this yeah. is, it is the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. It is just, the fact that this exists and was printed like this, in a book in a that you book, can buy. You, you can buy this book. This is real. This isn't some, like, like nonsense. Like, it's real. I I just I just don't get it, Jack. How how did this thing come to an existence? And we've always... We've been saying for a long time that whenever we decided to end this show, the last thing we're going to do is do a live reading of George Joestar. And we're, mm-hmm. we're sticking to that. We will do that. Yeah. One day. I, like... Because you can find the George Joestar fan translation, like, right right now. Yeah, um, it's very easy to come by. I just want to see. Oh, yeah. You down- I was just curious, like, how many pages is this PDF? Oh, it's, wow, it's 666. Yeah, to put in perspective, like, Purple Haze feedback is, like, 150 pages. <laughs> like, this is, this is a, a thick book, man. Because it's basically two whole stories in the same book, and one of them is one of them is just the normal like backstory gimmick about Lisa Lisa and George Joestar the second, and then the other half mm-hmm. is I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know what J- Fever Dream is putting it mildly. Yeah, it, it's putting all the concepts that have been introduced in JoJo like up to this point in 2012. And just running it through a blender. Yeah, um, it like takes everything to its. I guess I'll call it the illogical extreme. It goes past the logical extreme into some other universe where it's just. I I I, uh, I don't know, Jack. Like let like let's like clear the air about this thing and like let's go through a couple couple bits about it. So. We're going to just ignore the Lisa Lisa and George storyline because it, it, it really honestly doesn't matter. It, it's really like a, what, what would you, like a lampshade for the whole thing. I do want to point out, I like, this is just the synopsis off the wiki. Like, this is the part about the, uh, the normal bit. The odd number chapters of the story tell of how George, Elizabeth, and another girl named Penelope De La Rosa grew up together, eventually leading to George joining the Royal Air Force and marrying Elizabeth. However, this time around, their wedding is threatened by a zombie invasion. Along the way, he makes new friends such as Tsukumojuku Kato and Steven Motorize. I love And gets framed for a murder. (laughs) So I guess the first half of that... Steven Motorize is great. The first half of that synopsis follows the backstory that was explained in Battle Tendency. And I guess so does the zombie bit, too. Because wasn't he killed by the zombie? That was the whole thing? Yeah, he, he... Like, there was an Air Force general that was secretly a zombie that Dio had made, um, and George was the one that figured it out, but because he didn't have any ripple power, um, he just died. Yeah. The other chapters, however, are another story altogether. That sentence does a whole lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) And considered the true story of the novel. Set in the 20th century after the world has been reset, similar to the effects of... 
uh, exactly 36 times, it focuses on kid detective Joji Joestar, who, while investigating a recent string of incidents, comes across a boy detective named Tsukumojuku Kato, hmm, who has somehow traveled between universes. After he is found dead in Mariah, seemingly by Yoshikaga Kiri's hands, Joji heads to investigate. Along the way, Joji eventually reaches outer space and meets 36 version of, versions of cars, each from a different universe, one of which accompanies him back to Earth, all ending in a massive fistfight with Dio Brando as he attempts to become the holy corpse and gain unlimited power. Uh, that, that, <sighs> see, even that much, even that much isn't that weird. What you just explained isn't really that weird. It's what it's the it's the devils in the details. It's the the meat in between those bones. Because like yeah, okay, there's... fine. Like crazy uh, semi-official fan fiction about some OC Joestar fighting Dio with cars and mixing stuff from Steel Ball Run. Like that's not that weird, all things considered, right? Like, but then you start adding in all of the alternate versions of these of the characters from the rest of the parts plus alternate versions of their stands plus like passion and Mario like fight like the actual land masses um well, and these illustrations let's talk about these illustrations all right we're so still divided on these yeah these illustrations are horrifying if you can look them up, they are some of the most terrifying images ever put to ink. And as far as I know, I can't find any proof that there was another illustrator on this other than Araki. I don't want to believe that Araki drew these, and I honestly don't really even think that he did. But I cannot find the, the person that did these illustrations, unless the author did it himself. I was looking that up before because the author, Otaru Maijo, um, has done limited... Uh, manga work, I believe. Okay. And, like, to go even into this author's, like, like other works is, is just a whole other thing. It just... He's not some random. Like, this is actually, like, a pretty well-known author in Japan for a few different things he's done. But it's just... I just don't know what happened. How did this come to be? Like, let oh, me... Oh, here, here's right, another okay. thing, real quick, because I just found something out. Um, if anyone out there has watched the anime movie The Dragon Dentist on Netflix, that's this guy. He wrote that. Is that? Oh, like, I didn't know that was, that's a thing. That, that's a Netflix thing. Oh. Yeah, it's about people that live in the mouth of a dragon and they have to take care of its teeth. So, this guy has some out there ideas. Let to me put just it mildly. read you the description. Uh, let me see if I can find it. So, uh, uh, Giorno is in this is in this gimmick, and let me let me find him. Uh, I I can't find a description of him on the wiki, but oh no, here it is. Giorno finds and meets Rohan and asks for Joji's help to track down Diablo. Unlike the original Giorno, he is Diablo's alter ego. Yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> I mean, we could just pick character names off this list of allies and enemies and it sounds like word salad i mean all right like, we obviously have to go with the the obvious like clear winner of the whole thing is the is the valentine lineage yes, okay yes. so <laughs> i think the valentines uh plural are a stroke of genius yeah. in this word salad so let's start off with funny valentine so first of yes. all there are two funny valentines in george Joestar. the second appears older with a different stand singing in the rain now first of all the stands in george in the george Joestar universe are not named after art musical artists they are named they're all named after movies so i like that a so lot so there is actually. the funny valentine that has d4c but there's a <laughs> second funny valentine that has singing in the rain which allows him to fly Okay. Yeah. And then I'll t I'll I'll take the next one. Yeah. <laughs> then we have funnier Valentine. Then this is the son. This, this is serious. This is it, this is the son of the second funny Valentine. The son of the second funny Valentine listed above. He is an astronaut and is fifty years old. His stand rear window allows him to teleport from location to location and through dimensions. And finally, <laughs> and finally. <laughs> We have the, and this is his full name, the funniest Valentine. God bless. 
and his his first name as written in this wiki is the funniest so it says the funniest the funniest is funnier's son and the elder funny's grandson his stand is also dirty deeds done dirt cheap the only difference is that he is not immune to being destroyed if he comes in contact with alternate universe version of himself so it's actually a nerf d4c which is kind of yeah. besides the point because his name is the, the funniest. funniest valentine like this is an idea this guy otoro maijo definitely had is like if there's a funny valentine there has to be a funnier valentine and there has to be a funniest valentine and thank you mr maijo and all right here wait I, i'm sorry i actually didn't read this one yet the entry for enrico pucci here he became an astronaut in this universe his stand white oh, yeah. snake later evolves into made in heaven but it is ultimately stolen by cars and is transformed into what is called Made in Heaven Ultimate Requiem. I sent you what Ultimate White Snake looks like, by the way. Yeah. Do you see that? Oh, uh, yeah. like Elvis Discord real. He's got three. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like he smushed three white snakes together. All right. and they I all need look... to know what Made in Heaven Ultimate Requiem looks like. Is it Made it's in at Heaven... the bottom of this page. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in. Made Hang in on. Heaven Ultimate Requiem sounds like something, some sort of, like, bad Dragon Ball fan art character from, like, 1998. It, like... it looks like a biblical angel. Like, the angel that's, like, 12 eyes on oh fire. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. The left head kind of looks like a xenomorph. But we know we know that Iraqi likes Xenomorphs, but I do think these are drawn by Ataro Baijo. Okay, that would give me some solace knowing that Iraqi did not did not pen these monstrosities. But like they, no offense to Ataro Baijo, they just look like the composition skill is not Iraqi. Yeah, no, I'm even, not trying to say that you can't sketches. draw or anything because these are like actually like surrealist nightmares. I'm not even trying yeah, to they're say they're like well poorly drawn or anything. They're just horrifying. Like, did you see the picture of Iron Ladies? No, I did not. This is Mister Stan, who I, I I can't even believe. I can't. I cannot even believe this. Let's let me read it to you. Uh, Guido Mista, his stand, the Iron Ladies. Uh, is the same as Sex Pistols, so it's the same exact stand, but instead of the like little gremlins we know and love, it is now instead made up of a group of transgender volleyball players, each with their own uni- uniforms and commands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, and I'm seeing the picture now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, it's not... It's not... Hmm. Hmm. How do you want to put this, Jack? <laughs> You know what? I'm going to let it be reader's choice. Reader's like, choice as to what the Iron Lady is. Just look it up. Just... Yeah, look it up and come to your own conclusions. So, before we go on about this for like 20 years, I guess I just want to cut my, my conclusion or my, I guess my uh, thesis about the George Star situation is like, is this some kind of elaborate prank? Is it... Like a big Is it a goof? Joker's trick? Yeah, is it a Joker's trick? Is it a big goof on us? Is it some kind of, like, meta-commentary on how absurd shonen manga is? Is it, like, a... Or is it all for real? Is this just, like, somebody writing their own JoJo fanfiction that got approved by Iraqi? Shueisha. Like... Yeah. This is like situation. Like, all right. So, entirely Iraqi possible. had to have looked at this. He has yeah, to have read this. He, he has read it and he signed off on it for sure. Because this was part of that project that, like, Purple A's feedback and Over Heaven and a few other light novels came out of. That Iraqi mm-hmm. like just basically put out the call to other to authors to do like their own side stories, and. Mm-hmm. You got stuff like Purple Haze Feedback and uh, what, what's the name of the Part 5 epilogue? Well, not the Part 5 epilogue. Well, there, there was I guess there's two Part 5 epilogues. There's Purple Haze Feedback and there was another one. I think it's like Golden Heart something. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, the one that no one talks about. Yeah, but it is also apparently good. But Purple Haze Feedback is legitimately Golden great. Heart, Golden Ring. Yeah. So these are apparently really good. And then you have this one. Which is just like a fucking farce. And I just... I don't understand. 
like how it came to be. Yeah, and that it's just it just doesn't feel real. It just feels like something somebody would joke about, and and like, yet it exists, which is beautiful in its own. I way. love it. I love that it exists. It, it's just it, it it feels like something that shouldn't be real, but it is something that we would like make up. And the fact that it's real is, is amazing. It's just mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. And one day we will read this. One day. We promise. Like, I'm looking at this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send the link to Andy right now of where we're going to read this when the time is right. And it's literally just a PDF book that has everything. It's formatted pretty nicely. Like, this is not going to be hard to read. It's no, just yeah, take it's just going to take a while. A very long time. We're just going to have to split it up chapter by chapter and just... <laughs> we should yeah. just, like, actually record a real audiobook of, of this, Jack. Me and you each take a chapter. <laughs> and have the official What a Beautiful Podcast George Joestar audiobook. You know what? As a send-off to this thing, like, when we put it to bed, I think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Like, just to have an MP3 somewhere living on the internet of us reading this for eh, probably about 60 hours. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being honest. Something like that. Like, we're I'm not gonna at... do. We're not gonna release it weekly. We're not gonna. We're just gonna like, the last episode, the last whatever Jojolian end thing is gonna be is gonna be done, and then we're gonna go away for like three months. And all of a sudden, we're gonna drop sixty hours worth of content of us reading, like <sighs> reading George Joestar. And listen, I encourage all of you to go out and check this out because it's kind of like the ultimate, like. This is the, the, the apex of being into JoJo, is knowing George Joestar. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the final boss, really. Like, you spend months reading this, like, 800-something chapter manga. You watch all the anime. You know, you do everything. Like, even, like, something like Eyes of Heaven, like, the story mm-hmm. mode in Eyes of Heaven is, like, a big, like, weird fan fiction thing. But that was, like, semi-congruent and enjoyable, for what mm. it is like it's like okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool and like this is just something completely out there yeah this is a whole other level so if you think you've achieved everything there is to achieve in, in enjoying, you've achieved heaven yeah if you've achieved heaven you have seen nothing yet go look up george joestar if you don't already know about it and dare i say try reading it although you should probably read purple haze feedback first because that's actually good yeah, and, the the comprehensible one. Yeah, and and, and with that, uh, let's go on to something less insane, but honestly, maybe mm, still just as insane. No. <laughs> it's this is a weird episode, folks. It's yeah, gonna be, it's gonna be fun. So, um, heavy weather part one. Yeah, it's time for heavy weather, guys. So we last left off, uh, our our friend Versace Versace was defeated. Got that was his name. Yeah. Well, it's not Versace Versace. I know. I know. I, I was just like. I, I like it though. Versace, Apparently, Versace. some in some translation, his name is Versus, and like not even like a, a localized name. It's just like it just could be read as Versus, but he's no, Versace. No. he's Versace. Anyway, we last he did about, a bad thing. Yeah, he did a bad thing. He is defeated, and now uh, weather report: our friend has become self-aware. He has received his memories again from the disc. We also found out that he is uh, Poochie's brother, and mm-hmm. things are about to get real dark and uncomfortable and weird and... Very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. But enough build-up. Yeah, let's... Heavy weather part one. Let's go. Underworld scoots away as the disc slides into Weather Report's head. Weather? What's up? What the hell are you doing? Meanwhile, there's rainbows all over the place. Yeah, rainbows all over this place. This uh, this guy in crutches and stuff. Like, huh? What are you doing? That's my seat. Come on, that was my seat. Don't touch me, asshole. Don't make me kill you. And weather report has changed. Yeah. So the the character that we knew as weather is is gone. 
He's yeah, not. Yeah, that was is, like uh, a, a facsimile of what this man really is. And now we're going to get to know the real weather report. The real weather report. And lightning uh, shoots out a little bit from his eyes. I'm not sure if that's real or imagined. Yeah. Uh, weather? Excuse me, sir, but are you a patient here? The seat you're sitting on is reserved for those who are... Yeah, so the report just fucking grabs this guy by the neck and slams him against the Throttles him. Shut your mouth. If you really want him to sit down so much... Oh, God. And what I guess is water uh, or clouds yeah, it, or something... Yeah, he takes the, the moisture from the air and inflates this man. And we see orderly. the head of a stand. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, it's we'll... Weather Report the Stand. Yep. Well, it's what not the... Weather Report the Stand anymore, but we'll get to that. Yeah. The hell? What are you doing? Weather, what the hell are you doing to that doctor? Then you could be his chair. There. Have a seat, cripple. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm feeling better. Hey, Weather! The hell are you doing? Where are you going? Weather? Who the fuck do you think you are? So my new nickname is Weather Report. Well, I don't dislike it. Anyway, why don't we go have a little fun, Anasui? Let's just go insane! How about it? You wanna know I got these scars? (laughs) Oh god, no, 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 no. (laughs) Let's get a little crazy! Oh my god, okay. Anyway. I'll kill my brother eventually. But let's do that later. Brother? The hell? What is this all of a sudden? It's almost as if... Hey, where are you going? Is that where Jolene is? As if... He's a different person. Weather Report, uh... Power stances his way through the hospital through a bunch of rainbows. A rainbow? The rainbow's coming closer. Jolene, what are you doing? Things are looking bad. Come on. This is it. Take this. Hermes goes in with the punch to uh, blow up Versace. But before she can, a rainbow crosses Kiss's arm and a bunch of orbs pop out of it. Uh, I don't know what these are, but it's gross. Uh, Hermes' arm, eggs. like, explodes. Eggs. <laughs> eggs. 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 What? Uh, Aramis? What the fuck? You're in deep shit. You're fucked, but uh, I'm fucked too, so I guess I can tell you. Don't touch that rainbow. The rainbow weather made. Poochie tried to prevent him from ever using it again, but weather's ability is to control the weather. You know that much, right? Well, not that he remembers how much of the weather he can control, but... Weather should actually be able to destroy the ozone layer. All right, now a little tidbit. Uh, mm-hmm. Right around the time this was coming out, the whole like ozone thing was really in the uh, in the public consciousness at the time. So sure, the zeitgeist. Yeah, the whole yeah. the the pre the I guess the preamble to the climate crisis was the hole in the ozone layer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just a little tidbit. Anyway, mm-hmm. do you get it? The ozone. That's way up there in space. Do you know what'll happen if he decides to destroy it? All I know is that would be totally fucked. Everybody will die. Everybody. Even though this was a huge gamble, I'm going to try to use weather to my advantage. So are you saying that this rainbow indicates that weather has his memory back? And what the fuck does the ozone layer have to do with my arm? Ah! (laughs) Thanks, Hermes. Appreciate it. Jolene, I don't really care about what happens to either of you, but if you want to live, you should try not to let Versace get away. Make Versace get rid of the rainbow. Weather reports stand sometimes functions unconsciously. The weather is a difficult thing to control. It can sometimes act on its own without weather noticing. This rainbow is also unconscious. Versace should have never restored weather's memory. Listen to me. To stop the rainbow, you have to either kill Weather or extract Weather's memory again. Although, Jolene, I don't think you'd be capable of killing Weather. 
Versace should be able to extract the memory disk from Weather's head because he can unearth it, or else everyone here will die before the new moon. Except for me, of course. Turns around in the hole and darts off. And I guess that's Versace going after him. Yeah, Versace him. making a run for it. Versace is getting away too, Jolien! Rah! Goes, uh, hits him with the, the stone ocean string. But instead of Versace, it's a police. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Underworld is deactivated and the hole is just a normal hole again. Yeah, it's just a hole again. All the kids from the plane are here. Everyone's fine. The, this is... The hole was only this deep? He must have deactivated Underworld when he left. Where'd they go? Where did they go? A guy just came out of here, didn't he? Two people got out of this hole. Where did they go? Wait a second, you two. I've seen you two before on a wanted poster or something. A rainbow. What the hell is this? They're outside, too. And we see we what hatches out of the eggs. So, to us, the reader, a rainbow passes through this cop's head, and his head dissolves into snail eggs that snails are hatching out of. Heavy oh. Weather Part 2. Let's keep I'll it I'll be taking no questions. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> oxygen was born when the first forms of green plants developed on this planet. And when oxygen mo molecule containing two atoms combines with a single oxygen atom in the atmosphere, it becomes ozone. Although much lighter than oxygen, ozone is much denser. Mm, I'm not sure that's... Okay. It, ex it forms a 25-kilometer-thick shell 20 kilometers away from the Earth's surface and serves as a barrier against debris from space and also ultraviolet rays, which can cause skin cancer. What would happen if this ozone layer was suddenly destroyed? Humans are not able to extrapolate irregularities in the weather. They can only take down known data and hypothesize about the weather using past records and instances. Back to the hospital. Put, uh, Anasui and Weather are going the opposite direction of Versace. I want to get it first. I want it. Before that priest does. The power to go to heaven. I want to be happy. What should I do next? Um, he excavates the memory of what Aramis and Jolene are doing right now. I think that's what he's doing. Yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> Please let that be what he's doing. <laughs> Aramis, it's safer to hand my disc over now, now that I'm the one going after Poochie. It would be best to hand my father's disc over to the SPW Foundation soon. I'm sure Emporio will do fine. And now, my father's going to be all right again. So the one she was talking to over the radio is called Emporio. I have to find him then. Even Poochie didn't know about this guy. I don't know what this Emporio looks like because I haven't dug it up yet, but he has to be around here somewhere. He and Jolene just split up. You know, how much you want to bet that Araki came up with the idea for Underworld's power just because of the phrase, like the turn of phrase, like digging up evidence or, or digging up facts? I mean, yeah, like a 50-50 shot, to yeah. be fair. <laughs> it's a neat stand. Like, just not a fit, like, I don't know, Underworld's you know, fine. Yeah, Underworld. I don't even really say that to be negative. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I guess that'd be an interesting way to uh, come up with uh, a stand power. Yeah. What was I, especially because I was thinking about, uh, about, this is kind of a tangent, but I was thinking about when I was mm -hmm. uh, reading some Jolian, like I was thinking about uh, uh, Paisley Park and how yeah. at a very base level, Paisley Park is just the, is like, I guess the idea comes from the manifestation of the voice inside your GPS like the Waze girl talking <laughs> to you, like that's basically what Paisley no, Park it is. is. Yeah, it's like yeah. turn upwards. That that's what that was. Like, yeah, so I guess I kind of like the idea of like stand powers, like being inspired by pretty mundane things, mm -hmm. taken like to weird, a whole other level. Um, like phrases like that. Yeah, turns of phrase. Yeah. Um, back anyway. to Versace. Yep. He must still be in the possession of Jotaro's disc. He probably still has it with him. Poochie found out how to go to heaven by reading Jotaro's disc. If I take that disc, I'd be able to go to heaven too. As long as those rainbows are still here, I still have a shot. I need to find out where Emporio is, and I need that disc to be mine. 
a snail reaches out to Aramis. What the fuck? You two are those prisoners that escaped. Snails flying out of this man's head. And then... And the guards... Yeah, their arms dissolve into snails. Yeah. Wait, you get back here. And the kids in the hole are seeing this too. The policemen turning into snails. Too fast. Everyone, don't get close to the rainbows. Don't touch them. Jolene! Snails everywhere. From the ceiling. On the nurses. In the hallway. It's an emergency! An emergency! Snails? Are those things on their skin snails? Wait, you won't get away. What's happening? First the rainbow and now snails? Weather was able to make frogs rain down from the sky, but this is nothing like that time. What does this have to do with weather's ability to control the weather? Plus, something weird's happening to those people with the snails on them. Hold on, Aramis. Hurry up and get yourself out of that hole. Okay, here we go. So, Ermi's arm uh, starts turning into a snail. And she can now scuttle about like a snail does. <laughs> and she craves water like a snail. Oh, water. Damn, being in that hole made me thirsty. And, and uh, oh, Ermi's hair starts turning into a snail shell. Ah, Aramis, what the? So, Jolene, who's gonna beat, who are we gonna beat first? Who should we track down? No way, what is this? Where the fuck is Weather anyway? Is he our enemy now, huh? Huh? Jolene, who should we find first? Weather report or do we keep on following Poochie? Who are we supposed to defeat? This new Weather, the old, the one with his old memories is our enemy, right? No, Weather is our friend. He's not our enemy. We should go after Versace. You talked to him like like five times, and the one time you worked with him, he was a huge dick. Yeah. <laughs> hey. 50-50. Hey. You win some, you lose some. All right, who's talking? Uh, I think it's Jill. Yeah, oh, that's Jill. Okay. If all of this is happening because Weather got his memory back, then we should do as the priest said and follow Versace. Versace is the only one who can stop the rainbow. All right. Which way should we go? Which way did he run? And Ernie starts looking up the wall like a snail, and all of a sudden her eyes pop out of her sockets. Oh, God! Yeah, her eyes are on stalks now. Jolene is freaking out. Cut back to weather and Anasui. Pick up artist <laughs> weather. Uh, uh, trying to pick up these Florida ladies. <clears throat> yeah. Damn, they're hot. They're both hot. What should we do? Which one are you going to talk to? How about you? Which one are you going to talk to? We're coming. We're coming. Let us tag along with you. Oh, my God. Hey, Weather, what are you doing? Weather's going through his emo Spider-Man phase right now. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Look at Weather's uh, chest and waist. Look at that 45-degree angle I, that's happening there. I love when Araki gives characters their own, like, superhero belts, like how Abaccio had the A on it. And, yeah, And Weatherford has the W. It's like, uh, it's his utility belt. But mm-hmm. the utility is his dick. Yeah. And he protects it because he's got, like, a brass codpiece, too. <laughs> this is a great line. I love it. <laughs> this is a great put-down. <laughs> They're girls. Haven't you seen them before? Haven't you? You know how you can tell girls who go out with you from girls who won't? Just try to tell if they're smarter than... Just try to tell if they're smarter than your nearest tree. And if they look dumber than a tree, chances are they'll come with you. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Like I said, predator weather. Oh, God. Let's relax a bit before we go kill that priest. Hey, I'm going to tag along, but you guys aren't murderers or anything, right? (laughs) I'm not, but he is. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. What the fuck is wrong with you? Where the hell is Jolene? What, Anasui? You want me to go on my own? I'll take both of them. I'll take them both, you know. 
and electrocutes both of them. Oh my god, this panel is insane. <coughs> this panel is fucking insane. I can't even begin. First of all, uh, Weather Report the Stand, like, lording behind this bench. <laughs> yeah, Weather Report the Stand has never looked cooler. And these girls are just getting electrocuted. And Weather the Man is sitting on this bench with the biggest shitting grin I've ever seen. Like, I... <laughs> oh my god. Bless. Ha ha ha, this is a nice massage. Further down on my back. Nice! Heavy Weather Part 3. Oh my god, okay. The priest and Weather Report are embracing, and we got the rest of the gang in the back uh, racing towards Cape Canaveral. Alright, time for the incredibly uh, dark backstory. Here we go. Have at it, Jack. This happened in America's Deep South on a humid night. In a small clinic in a small town, the first cry of a newborn child rang through the night. But that boy, before he could see the light of day, died, still curled in the arms of his mother. To the young mother who had never felt that she had been leading a happy life, her newborn son had been a chance for her hope for a better future. She was unable to accept his death. Before the nurses or doctors could find out that the child was dead, the young mother slipped out of bed like a phantom. The young mother's actions were never questioned and neither were they ever investigated. She took another child on the same day. Ooh, and replaced one of them with her dead son, taking him for her own. The baby she took was one of the Druternal twins? I'm gonna look up this is a word. A word. I, I feel like they... Nope, hmm. it's a typo. Yeah, okay. A D and okay. F are right next to each other. Yep. Alright, easy, easy, easy. The baby she took was one of the fraternal twins. This happened in 1972 on June 5th. Um, and we cut to young Poochie tripping in his church. <laughs> trying not to knock down all of these candles. And he hears someone scuttling around in the, uh, in the dark. What do you want? Who's there? I wonder who these fucking clown shoes belong to. I love that even in part six, Dio has these clown shoes. <laughs> who are you over there? What are you doing? Scoots under this uh, coffin. Hey! Oh, this is this is this. Yeah, one. it's okay. Dio. Is this your book? It's a famous biography about a clergyman who commits adultery and runs off to become an artist. Do all churchgoers read books like this? Okay, hold on. So, in this page, Araki went out of his way to show Dio scuttling around like a fucking centipede to avoid mm-hmm. the sun. Because <laughs> he's a well, vampire. Well, to avoid, avoid being seen, this is candlelight. This is night. The church is dark. <laughs> Who are you? How did you get in here? This charnel is closed to the public except for Sundays. I'm allergic to sunlight. The sun sets at 619 today, if I'm not mistaken. I can't go home until then, so I was resting here. See? See? Yeah, he's still allergic to sunlight. It's just dark in the church. (laughs) I see. Is there anything I can do for you? Not particularly. I really like how this Dio, he doesn't look like Dio Brando, and he doesn't also, he also doesn't look like all caps Dio. He looks like he's growing into all caps Dio, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Did you say not particularly? Yes, I said not particularly. Oh, sorry, I missed that. I see. That's unfortunate. I won't tell the father about this until 619, so please leave when the sun goes down. Hmm. You're an interesting one. Why is that? You're not throwing me out. I might be some thief that's trying to steal the art pieces here. Or maybe even worse. Or are you just saying that I can stay, but planning to wrap me out anyway? Dio is just literally making the fuckiest poses all over the place. Oh yeah, (laughs) 100%. Is that what you want me to do? But I don't think a real thief would lie that they're allergic to sunlight. Even the devil wouldn't say something like that. It must be true, and that's why you're here. I'm not going to tell anyone. Wait a second. Did you just twist your ankle because of me? Are you alright? No, it's not because of that. 
Please don't worry about it. I was born this way. They told me that I was born with twisted toes on my left foot, but it doesn't really hinder my ability to walk. <laughs> like a... <laughs> yep. Like meeting a conspiracy theorist on the street, Dio just comes out and says, the, says this. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in gravity? That there might be a reason why you tripped over me of all people? Okay, so... This is like like a rock you've done in the past with like a lot of uh, like a lot of Japanese media and art does this where they use words as like heavy symbols that don't really mean the literal meaning of it. Like, yeah, it means remember like our, remember our long talk about Kingdom Hearts. This is yeah. kind of like that where he says gravity, but he doesn't really mean the force holding us down. It's really no. just another, another word Attraction. for fate. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand what you're talking about and dio pulls out the arrowhead mm-hmm. spins it on his hand just in case you needed some uh, continuity connection <laughs> you know keep keep mm. the the arrow motif alive yep and it points at poochie thank you for believing me when i said i'm allergic to sunlight i want to give you this stone arrow as a gift if you don't need it that's fine but are not all meanings a form of gravity? I don't know what you garnered from meeting me, but I've been traveling around the world in search of encounters. If ever you feel like seeing me again, relay those feelings to this arrow. I don't care how many years might have passed since then. Do you understand? Just keep this in mind. I'll leave when the sun sets. Sh- uh, shifts into the shadows. Poochie looks down at his foot. The... My my foot, my toes, they're straight. What happened to Dio? <laughs> Remember when Dio needed time to fully connect with Jonathan's body? <laughs> yeah, he's doing that right now. He's not full power. He's just chilling. I mean, maybe he's just drawn scrawny here. I don't know. Yeah. What's going on? Did that man just now do this? What was he? Wait. Who are you? What are you? 1987, Father Pucci at age 15. His great-grandmother on his father's side was an Italian immigrant. He is descended from a family that was prestigious and influential in Venice. In the, 19th, in the 18th century, one of the family members even became a pope. So when Enrico Pucci declared that he wanted to go to seminary when he was 15, no one protested. Pucci's family was very wealthy, and he enjoyed a loving relationship with his parents and little sister, who was two years younger than him. He was never in want of anything. He was very well-liked as a child. The reason he decided to go to seminary was, perhaps due to the story that his parents told him about what happened when he was born. Mom, whose grave is this? His birthday is the same as mine, and it's also the day he died. I don't know if people would actually put a tombstone that says <laughs> the dates the same like that. Like that, uh, just, that just seems like a little fucked up. Eh, <laughs> Enrico, you actually had a brother. He was your twin, but he died soon after he was born. Pray to him. We named him Dominico. His brother, who was born with him but dies on the same day. Why did fate choose him and not his brother? Why do humans experience happiness and despair? What is real happiness? Perhaps Enrico Pucci wanted to pursue the answer and the truth about these questions. What followed occurred in 1988 when Pucci was helping to clean the church as usual. Father... Please listen to my plea. I beg you. I have a confession. Oh, uh, hmm. Please wait a moment. I'll call that father over. I'm struck down with a disease. I'm so scared. There's probably no cure for me. To someone who is confessing, it might not matter who the listener is. They probably just want someone to tell their painful secrets to. They just need to talk to someone. But what I want to talk about isn't my disease. It's about my family. Sixteen years ago, on June 5th, I swapped my dead newborn with someone else's child. They were twin babies. I exchanged them while the people in the hospital weren't looking. Mm. Uh, it's like all that talk about uh, quote-unquote gravity was leading yep. to something. <laughs> I feel terrible when I think about his real parents, but I didn't want to believe it. I kept on trying to deny that my child, that my real child was lost to me. 
but I raised that child to the best of my ability. I was happy. He grew up to become a fine young man. But if I'm dying now, should I tell him that he really was a brother? But then if I tell him that would mean I lose my son. I can't tell him. That's why I'm in so much pain. Uh, do you know who his real parents are? A couple named Poochie. They live in a large mansion in the town next to mine. Pump it up. All right. Heavy weather part four. Completely different. Cut to a different man. Mm-hmm. Uh, three ladies watch a tall man deliver juice in t- in a hotel. I guess in a I in guess. a restaurant. No way! You've got to be kidding me! What do you see in that juice delivery boy anyway? I'm gonna faint. Look at those long legs. They look like they go on forever. And that tan skin, so hot. Yeah. Just stop it already. He's probably poor anyway. Probably doesn't even go to high school. That's why he's working. And the third girl doesn't say anything. And also has her purse stolen by a creep behind her. Hey, Uh, Perla, wasn't that your bag? That guy just took it. Thief! Thief! Perla, that was your bag! Somebody catch him! And we see the man who will become Weather Report... Uh, suddenly step out and pitch a can of juice with such velocity. I just have to say that I really bugs me that Araki drew his hair to kind of look like his hat. That's <laughs> like... <laughs> hey, why not? Yeah. <laughs> it also drew his hair to look like Poochie's hair a little bit. Yeah. He, uh, he did it! Oh yeah, the he pitches a can of juice through a pit plate glass window where it explodes into this uh, perch snatcher's face. Yep. Shit! I broke the store's window. I'm gonna get fired from this delivery job, and my school doesn't let its students work. Weather's weather report's real name was Wes Blue Marine. He was 16 at the time. He was still innocent, and he fully believed in the idea of justice. West Blue Marine. <laughs> West Blue Marine. We're going to call Weather Report West from now on. Yeah. I will. Uh, um, thank you. That was my bag. I'll tell them that he was the one that broke the window. For real? Of course. Hurry, go. Oh, I'm Wes. People call me Weather. See you again sometime? Mm. Who calls you Weather? Who People. nicknames their friend Weather? Oh yeah, every time you're around it, like, the weather does weird shit. Like, it hailed frogs the other day when Wes was around. Well, I guess if yeah, maybe if he has a stand, that would kind of make sense if he's unconsciously causing the weather to go crazy. Yeah, imagine the sorts of weird shit that would happen if your friend could, like, kind of control the weather, but not, like, on purpose. Yeah. It had been two months since the confession, and Enrico Pucci was in mental turmoil. Enrico wasn't a priest yet, but he still had to protect the to protect the privacy of confessions regardless. He had to keep this a secret, otherwise he would be a failure as a man of God. The same birthday, the same hospital, and the lady had confessed to swapping babies. That was his brother, even if he had told the woman to confess to his parents, would she have done so willingly? She was going to die soon. That woman was planning to take her secret with her to the grave. And beside... Would Wes and Enrico's parents be able to live as a true family anyway if they found out about the truth? What should he do? He had to find out more about his brother. What kind of person was he? What does he like to eat? Had he been living happily until now? But the problem about his brother would come to an end before he even found out the truth. I'm home. What are you doing just sitting there? Did something happen at school? And we find out that Poochie's sister is the girl that has the hots for weather. Mm-hmm. I, I can read for her. Welcome home, Enrico. Okay, please don't tell Mom and Dad. My grades dropped. I'm, getting, I'm going to get them back up eventually, but what should I do? I have a boyfriend. It's been two weeks since we got to know each other, and I really like him. Like, our hearts are connected. Let's start with the conclusion. Enrico Pucci never told his sister, Perla Pucci, that Wes was her brother. He kept his secret, and it would be kept forever. 
It is up to the readers to judge the outcome of this story. Whose fault is what happens in the end? Was it the woman who switched the baby's fault? Poochie's parents? Father Poochie? His sister who fell in love? Weather who knew nothing? After researching Weather and finding out who it was that his sister had fallen in love with, the course of action that the stunned Enrico Pucci decided to take, there was only one option for him. I have to avoid hurting my sister at all costs. All right. Uh, all this right. is about so, to get bad. This is about to get bad, and this is the part of the story where I'm thinking about like all the Twitter people that are really stoked about Part 6 getting animated because of Jolien... Like between between uh, Thunder McQueen and this part, I like. Ugh, I don't know how that's gonna go over. I, don't know, I feel. Jack. Are people man. gonna be mature enough for, for this? What is about to happen? <laughs> I feel like this will go over less bad than Thunder McQueen. Yeah, well, Thunder I... McQueen just has that unfortunate extra context to it that makes it so much worse. But, yeah, but it's also suicide played for laughs, which is yeah, yeah. But this this is heavy for totally different reasons, but arguably just as bad. So yeah, let's get on with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enrico drops a nice stack of twenties in front of a scuzzy guy. Aren't you that kid from that nice family who goes to a seminary? You sure you want to be doing this? If everything goes well, I'll give you double this amount. There are two things that I want you to do. Don't ask any questions. Make these two break up. That is all. If he made a couple of gang members threaten Wes, Wes would break up with his sister. That's it. He didn't have to tell her anything. All she would have experienced is a failed relationship. It wouldn't be a decisive blow to her heart. But what Enrico Pucci failed to realize was the true nature of this private detective agency. The man's tendency to pry, the prejudice that still lay in his heart. It stemmed from the rules that had dominated the South just a century ago. Terrible, inhumane laws. And this prejudice was still very much alive in this man, even in 1988. See, Perla and Wes Smoochin. Yeah, that's your brother. That very day that Poochie's request was to be carried out, Perla gave Weather a goodnight kiss. Although she wrapped her arms around his shoulders, there was still very much an innocent show of affection. God damn. After doing some research on that weather kid, his mother back in 1972 married a black man in the city. So he looks like he looks white, but he's the son of a black man. And weather gets lynched by the KKK. Yeah, so immediately. Did it have to go here? Um, no. <laughs> like it didn't, but I guess it was a convenient plot device for 1970s Deep South, right? Yeah, if you consider Florida the Deep South, I guess. Parts of it, at least. Yeah. Are they still in Florida for this? Oh, that's that a good wasn't made. They just said Deep know. South. I don't. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. if they said Florida. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not sure, but... But, yeah, we're not going to linger, but the weather gets lynched. Yeah. The private detective quickly called his friends, and they showed up with their white gowns. Perla! Weather! Who, Who are, are you? you? Oh, Who yeah. are you, people? You're drunk! You're not going to... Po- oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll do the KKK. <laughs> Fuck. We're not going to punish you. We're going to be doing that to him. It's easier to punish people when you're drunk. See, that's the only way to do it. Oh, God. I don't want to read any of this. Hey, kiss me too, baby. Kiss this nice upstanding sheriff, huh? You keep going. All right. You think you're such a proper little miss, huh? You whore. You're white, so it doesn't matter to me who you fool around with. But for him to kiss you can't be allowed, you know? Slap! Perla gets beat up. This is what your brother requested. And that house where that son of a bitch and his mother lives in, we've already set fire to it. Oh, so this is revealed like, yeah, Weather's brother is Poochie. Alright. Oh, gosh. Who was the one truly being punished here? 
All anyone did until now was love. Let me just relay the facts. Love brought about the worst case scenario. Weather was hung from a tree overlooking the cliff, and Perla was just left there. Until then, her heart had been innocent. Until then, a warm breeze had been blowing through her heart. It was her first love, like the warm rays of the first day of spring. Once she took Weather down from the tree, my heart will no longer feel anything, not even the rain. She spoke those words and threw herself from the cliff into the lake below, not knowing that her beloved Weather still had a faint pulse. Oh, oh my God! Okay, okay. You, you wanna you wanna cut it there? No, let's another chapter to decompress from All that. Right. That's a lot. That's a it, lot that just happened. <laughs> yeah. He heard voices coming from the mountains. Were they carried over by the wind, or was he just hearing things? But it was a voice that he wanted to hear. A voice that he was hoping to hear. Heavy weather part five. Uh, Poochie waiting in the water with ambulance and uh, police. Why? Why did things turn out this way? When we were infants, why did that woman take my younger brother and not me? Why wasn't it me? Why did I listen to that woman's confession at church? Why did I want to become a priest? Why do two people meet? If they didn't meet, none of this would have happened. And the EMT people start pulling Perla out of the water. Stop. I'm telling you to stop. Don't cross yourself in front of my sister. No. Don't take Perla's life away. It wasn't Perla's fault. All she did was fall in love. I'll do anything to get her life back. I should be the one who's damned. And do you believe in gravity? In the background. That, that there's a reason why we met. Turns around. Nobody's there. If you wish, you can come and see me. It's him. That was his voice. I want to see him. I forgot when, but he f fixed my foot back in the charnel. How could I have forgotten about it until now? He gave me something. It looked like an arrowhead. The arrow uh, burst okay. out of Perla's head? No, the her memory disc pops out of Perla's head because Poochie's stand is now just being activated by the arrowhead, which plunges out of his neck i'm gonna guess he had it in his coat yeah um, it went through his chest if you go to the next page yeah oh yeah this this the arrow that i had been keeping in my pocket a lost life can never be regained but if you wish if you want it badly enough you'll be able to preserve her memory her heart and soul that is your ability flops down on the ground and Wes over here has a bloody imprint of the arrowhead on his neck. Because remember, if yeah. one family member is struck by the arrow, goes to all of them. If there's one stand rule that Iraqi has stubbornly stuck to to the bitter end, yeah. it, was the, it was this one. Yeah. Needed uh, a convenient so way to get everybody stands, so it works great. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we see... We see the old KKK shithead and Weather dashing out of frame, like, right behind him. Hey, who the hell is it? That dumbass who requested me to look up some adultery case or something? You call that stalking? I know you're there hiding behind that door. If you don't want to get shot, show me that ugly mug of yours. Uh, pulls out his gun, but his arm is now snails. What the fuck? Hey, if you know anything tell me you're big on information right why the hell are there snails falling from the sky all of a sudden where are they coming from it's only around me too oh, who the fuck are you is it true that pearl's brother was the one who hired you no oh, it can't be you're you bastard i hung you on that tree over the cliff uh, goes to pull the trigger of the gun, but his wrist breaks into snails, and he shoots himself in the head. What the hell are these snails? Weather goes to shoot himself in the head, and a nice callback to the beginning of part three, because he's unable yep. to. What? Shit. 
I can't die. There's water coming up from the cylinder. Only when I try to fire it. I, and I like that it, it yeah. plays into his specific stand powers. Because the reason mm-hmm. that Jotaro couldn't die is because Star Platinum was so fast that he could catch the bullet every time, even at point-blank range. Yeah. Weather, Weather can't report die. the stand is not that fast. No, but it can get snail gunk all up in the cylinder. Oh, it's just water. Oh, okay. Weather was filled with rage. Why am I still alive? Angry at everyone in his life. Angry by the fact that he was still alive. And angry at himself who let Perla die. Weather had regained consciousness. Was it because Perla lifted him down from the tree? But because of a sudden strong wind, he was blown to the side of the cliff and survived with only a broken shoulder. Oh, shit. Missed the... I don't... This one (laughs) long panel. Yeah. Sorry. After Weather realized what had happened to Perla, he jumped off the cliff in an attempt to follow her. But because of a sudden strong wind, he was blown to the side of the cliff and survived with only a broken shoulder. He tried to drown himself in the lake, but strong waves would only push him back onto the shore. Why wouldn't fate just let him die? His rage was a rage that came from despair. His hatred started to extend not only to the people of the town, but to humanity in general. On the fourth day after those events, snails started to rain from the sky. Why snails? Where did they come from? No one was able to explain the sudden occurrence. Sometimes they would come out of cell phones, or sometimes they would come out of unopened beer cans in the refrigerator, even out of an unsuspecting sheriff's eye socket. The only one who understood that what was going on was Enrico Pucci after he woke up in the hospital. It's weather. My brother isn't dead. Since we're twins, the awakening of my power must have awakened his. No one knew where they were coming from, but these snails were a part of Weather's unconscious power. Just like how I wished for the preservation of memories, this is what Weather unconsciously wished for. If these snails start to crawl up my arm, I'll have to go kill my brother. I'll do anything now, even if that means I have to kill. After I'm through with Weather, I'll go see him. His name is Dio. Why do people meet? I'm sure he knows the answer to that question. I need to know. The answer to that question must be the driving force of this world and must be the ultimate truth. Poochie walks up on Weather in the middle of the street. Weather turns around. Are you happy? Your sister, Perla, died because of your fucking request. And my rage isn't satisfied. I'll have to take care of you right here, right now. No, I'll tell you this. I'm your older brother. And slices the memory disc out of Wes's head as Wes tries to murderize him. Weather, I'm going to have to banish you, along with your memories. You're in my way, and a man without his memories might as well be a dead man. There we go. Back to yep. present day. Heavy weather part six. We'll we'll do that next week. Yeah, oh, that's it. We God. got through all the backstory. Yeah, that was emotionally Whew. exhausting. Okay. Whew. You know what else is emotionally exhausting? What? No golden wind to talk about. <laughs> I mean, that means we're gonna finish part six in like the like the next five episodes. Yeah, that's true. And maybe you will have to start thinking about getting get another th- uh, third segment. <laughs> Go back to the the old ways. Hey man, Dragon Ball's right there. We never did finish that part of Dragon Ball. We said we were going I, to. So. I would like to. Yeah, so we'll think about that. Maybe once we uh, finish up part six and move on into part seven, we can get our nice uh, three act structure back in gear. But I would very much like to kind of uh, barrel through the rest of this because it's mm-hmm. only going to get more crazy. Yeah, Maybe it's... not as dark as just what happened, but definitely mm. more insane. Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll catch us up uh, for this week. Andy, you want to tell them where to find us? Yeah, sure. You know, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us at the home base on SoundCloud. You can find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. And you can also find us on the uh, Reddit, uh, the subreddit, r slash Starters Crusaders, where Jack posts the links to the episodes. I do do that. He does. He does do that. And as I always say, I take his word for it. And that's that's it. Mm-hmm. That's where you can find us. Yeah, thank you everybody for listening week after week. Hoping you are able to get something from this. And we'll see you next week. Thanks again. Thanks guys, see you later. Bye.
We'll be right back.